Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're having an exceptional week. I'm really excited to share with you this super random story. And in the grand scheme of things, it's really on the smaller end of the spectrum. But in a way, to me, it's on the bigger end of the spectrum because A, I get to share it with you. And B, I feel like it's an affirmation that God is working in my life even through the small things. So last week, if you didn't listen to the episode that I aired last Thursday, it's called How to Be Your Badass Self Unapologetically. I talked a lot about the societal, the cultural norms that we deal with as women, really just as humans. You know, men have to be big and strong and you know, they have to do things a certain way. And us women, we are often criticized if we do not follow the expectations that society says this is the right way to do things. And for those of you that have listened to me throughout my podcast journey, essentially, I have revealed to you multiple times that I am a believer of Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. And ultimately, I have revealed that for several reasons. One, if I did not reveal that, I would completely feel inauthentic. I wouldn't feel like I was being myself. I feel like if I did not reveal that, I would be playing into the societal norms that everyone has, which is in order to have a larger audience, don't tell people that you're Christians because you're going to alienate people. Well, that's not me. I am going to be myself 100%. And I also have no one to thank other than God for the life that I'm living now for being on the other side of it. And what I mean by that is, For those of you that are aware of my burnout journey, I was in a place where I was helpless, hopeless, miserable, could not see the forest from the trees. It was not a good place to be, my friends, and I have no one to thank but God for turning my life around and now being in this extraordinary place where even when bad things happen, I can bounce back because I have him and I have faith and trust that He is working everything out for the good, not for harm. And that ultimately, 
things are working out in my favor to further his kingdom and to also for me to follow my mission here, okay, and follow my purpose. And so there's that. And B, because he's done so much in my life, I know that he can really make an impact in your life. So last week, I was discussing all of the societal norms, and I sent out an email, and I posted some content on social media for all of you to, you know, want to listen to that podcast. And within that podcast, I was very real about who I am and some of the social norms that we deal with as a society, specifically when it comes to Christians, which is, I'm not going to tell you how I'm really doing. I'm going to put on this facade that everything's going well, that everything is perfect. I am a good mom. I'm a good wife. I'm doing amazing in business, all of the above, right? Like everything is just amazing. (laughs) And I feel like that illusion of perfection, people a lot of times can't identify with. And maybe on the surface, it's very much, oh, I'm so happy for you. I wish that I was there too. I'm just, I'm thankful that you're there, right? Like I'm supporting you. I'm encouraging you. And I'm happy that you're in a really good place, right? And of course, If you are a Christ follower, and even if you're not, there's good in your heart, I'm sure of it, or else you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So you're happy for people, right? But the reality is when we put on this facade of perfection, we're really alienating the people that could be most helpful for us. We're alienating the people that we could have a real relationship with. And if we were just to be honest and tell people, hey, I'm not doing so well. I have some things going on. And and maybe it's small in comparison to what others are going through. But at the end of the day, we all go through things, right? We all have things that we go through, good and bad. And don't you want people to be around you that really, truly care how you're doing? And don't you want people around you that truly support you and that it's not just on a very surface level? So when things hit the fan, when life goes very unexpected and things are not going well, you have someone to call and say, oh my gosh, I need your prayers. I need your help. When you're crying your eyes out, you don't want to do it alone. It just further puts you into that place of isolation. And for those of you that have been through some stuff in your life, I'm sure you can kind of look back and think, okay, I've had a lot of people that helped me get out of that. And if it wasn't for those genuine relationships, I wouldn't have been able to get out of that. So when it comes to our relationships with those of us that maybe if we're on the fence of becoming a Christian, essentially, or if we are Christians and we have those friendships, maybe. But a lot of you, I'm sure, can maybe relate and maybe they're a little bit on the surface level. And what's stopping us from having really deep relationships with these people is we're 
trying to meet the expectations of the labels of a Christian. And the reason why I'm coming back to this today is because when I released the content through my email list in LinkedIn and on Facebook, I said the word ass, right? Badass. And I got a lot of backlash from people in my life that call themselves Christians. And I was speaking from the heart when I was having these conversations of you're taking scripture and you're manipulating it so that it is serving your purpose. And if you're going to sit here and you're going to judge me for saying badass, if you're going to sit here and you're going to judge me for using profanity here and there, when I use it, as I mentioned last podcast, as a source of expression, not as a source of screw you, you suck, I can't stand you, I don't use it for evil. And I'm not saying that I've never done it, okay? I'm human, of course. (laughs) How many times have you been in a traffic jam or someone has given you the bird because they didn't like your driving and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't do anything wrong here. You're the one being a crazy psychopath. Why are you flicking me off? What? And then maybe you go into road rage and you say a few things and you're a Christian. Heaven forbid you use a curse word. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I am not going to sit there and say I've never done it. But God knows my heart. Everyone that knows me knows my heart. And I feel like I'm a very genuine person and I want the good for people. I don't want harm. I do not want evil. I do not want anything bad to happen to anyone, right? So I typically never say any curse word out of harm, right? So when this individual was describing to me how I am in the wrong for saying badass. And then and I had another person say, you're just trying to be gimmicky. It just really infuriated me because I thought this is exactly why people that are not believers or people that are on the fence, they do not want to come into the Christian community because they're fearful of being judged by people like the people I was just telling you about of, oh my gosh, you're just being gimmicky. Oh my gosh, people will not accept you for you because you just said a curse word. People are going to think poorly of you. And it just made me really mad. And I kind of got into a heated argument, which then went into, we all have our own things that we have to work on. So why... Are you going to judge me? And I, I use the, the verse from the Bible. Why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? And how can you think of saying to a friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite. The funny thing is, is I said this yesterday to someone I love and care about very much. 
But my point in using that scripture essentially was stop judging others when you have your own things to work out. I have my own things to work out. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm perfect. I'm not sitting here saying that I should be using curse words. I'm just saying stop judging me for it because you have your own things that you need to work on too. Everybody does. We're human. We're not perfect. We're not God. So therefore, why judge others when you have your own things to work on, right? Like we all do. So that was essentially the moral of my argument or my side of the story of this is why people decide that Christianity isn't for them because they feel like they can't live up to these grandiose standards of perfection when in reality, that's not the case. None of us are perfect. Jesus went and died on the cross for our sins because we all sin, right? Like none of us is exempt from that. So why judge others? That's only dividing the people in your life. That's only dividing the potential relationships that you have from going deeper, right? Or it's also, it could be dividing you from moving up in your career. It could be dividing you from a lot of things. So instead of being judgmental, why don't you have an open mind, right? And why don't you stop punishing people for being themselves? And then maybe pray for them instead because maybe God doesn't want them to change. (laughs) Have you ever thought of that, right? So the reason why I wanted to bring this to you full circle was because today I was going to release an episode on boundaries and then I opened up Jesus Calling and yesterday's devotional was, it said, little by little, you are freed from earthly shackles and lifted above your circumstances. You gain my perspective on your life, enabling you to distinguish between what is important and what is not. Rest in my presence, receiving joy that no one can take away from you. And I had to laugh at that because I thought to myself, here I have many people that are thinking, oh my gosh, she used profanity. And to me, that's an earthly worry. I'm not going to worry about what others think about me. I have a relationship with God and I have him to answer to. And therefore, I will worry about him, not what others think. And it's funny because it said, do not let others take that joy that I've given from you away. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to read the Bible. A lot of times, if I'm being honest, (laughs) just like so many, it's hard to find the time sometimes because we just want to go full steam ahead. And we know, okay, I have all of these things to do and I only have so many hours to do it in. So I really don't have time to stop and to read the Bible. And you always hear that, oh, well, you do. We all have the same amount of hours in a day, which is true. But you always hear how you're going to be glad that you did. You're going to be glad that you took 
those 10 minutes because it's going to make a big difference in your day. And I'll admit, sometimes it does make a difference in my day and sometimes it does not. But today it made a huge difference in my life because when I opened the Bible, the first passage that I left off on was Jesus teaches us about judging others. Do not judge others and you will not be judged. This is Luke 6 verse 37. Do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will all come back against you. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. So ultimately that rang true. It reminded me that, wait a minute, I think that God answered my prayers because Yesterday, when I was in a heated debate with not one, but two people about using the term badass, (laughs) my guess is these people do not listen to the podcast in its entirety because on the last episode, I actually used the word shit. So um, yes, arrest me now. Okay. (laughs) But anyways, moral of the story, I was thinking to myself, well, maybe God is trying to tell me that I need to change my ways and I should really pray more on that. And yeah, I was thinking maybe I'm the one in the wrong. I had myself thinking that for a second. And then when I opened up the Bible today and I read the Jesus calling of don't let others essentially manipulate you into thinking that certain things matter when they really don't in the grand scheme of things. And I'm not saying manipulate in a way that they're trying to control you, trying to harm you or anything of that nature. A lot of times when people insert their opinion or they insert their belief, they truly believe it and it comes from a good place. So when people try to get you to see things from their perspective, they're not necessarily doing it from a harmful, ill-will, intention place. It's more from a, this is what I believe, and I think I'm right and you're wrong. (laughs) So it's not always to be, you know, ill intent or anything of that nature. That's not what I felt from these two people. But what I felt from these two people was, you're judging me based off of one thing when I am just being myself and I want to stop the division that's happening in the world today or that's stopping people from becoming Christ followers because they feel like they can't live up to this grandiose, you know, expectations that you know, the Christian faith has kind of put out there. And I'm not saying that that's everywhere. I'm just saying these are the stigmas. These are the cultural norms that keep people away, that divide people. So it was on my heart that I want to unite people. I want people to have these authentic relationships instead of feeling they're not good enough and that they will never live up to these expectations and bad about themselves, right? So, Anyways, when I opened the Bible up and I read that, it was like, okay, I'm on the right track here. He's telling me that I'm fine. I continue to deepen my relationship with him, continue to speak from the heart. 
right? So then I was reading more about, you know, the context behind these passages. And the context behind it is popularity is no guarantee of truth and human flattery does not bring God's approval. Sadness lies ahead for those who chase after the crowd's praise rather than God's truth. And Jesus reminds us that our speech and actions reveal our true underlying beliefs, attitudes, and motivations. So therefore, what you say flows from what's in your heart. And some may take that and say, okay, you use the word badass and you are not a good person because of it. That just says what's on your heart. And I say to that, I am saying what's true to my heart, which is stop trying to live up to standards. Stop judging people. Start accepting people for who they are. Stop trying to live up to these grandiose standards that none of us ever will, my friends. So what some may twist and say, you are saying what's on your heart and you used a curse word and that is bad. I'm saying no, it's the opposite. I am speaking from the heart. I'm being honest. I'm being genuine. I'm being my authentic self. And I'm not going to sit here and try to appease people because they don't agree with what I'm saying. I'm just not going to do it because as I mentioned, I answer to God. I do not answer to to popular opinion. I just don't. And I feel like for people that can identify with that and people that can understand that and people that are very much like I support that, you know, I commend you because there are people that are going to judge you. There are people that are going to have negative things to say about you and what you do. But at the end of the day, my friends, Jesus teaches us to love each other. He teaches us to not be hypocritical. Do not judge others, right? And I encourage you to take a moment when you're being judged, to take a moment when things are not going your way and when people are saying things that you do not necessarily want to hear and ask yourself, is this going to help me grow? Do I maybe need to actually hear this in order to grow as a person? Or is this their opinion and they're trying to get me to agree with them? And if that is the case, then it's not going to help you grow and you can totally discard it. It even says, I was reading more about the scripture of do not judge others and you will not be judged. And my learning Bible, it states, if we are critical rather than compassionate, we will also receive criticism. If we treat others generously, graciously, and compassionate, however, these qualities will come back to us in full measure. We are to love others and not judge them. So the next time you come across someone that is judging you, just think about the fact that you do not have to be like them. You can 
put out into the world compassion, grace, and generosity. And you will get it full return, my friends. I say, stand up to the naysayers. One other thing that I want to mention is I was reading further into the Bible about a Roman officer demonstrating faith. It's also in Luke 7, and it states, Jesus broke through all those barriers, all the way to the sick man's bed. The gospel travels from across ethnic, racial, national, and religious barriers. Are you willing to work through those barriers as well? And that was essentially describing what was happening in that passage, right? And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because last podcast, I talked about religious, I talked about racial a little bit, about national, about all of these things that sometimes we carry as a label and it can oftentimes divide us. And ultimately, instead of dividing us, Jesus, he's able to connect with us regardless of these barriers. And ultimately, you see a world today where everyone is so divided because if you don't think what I think, then you're outcasted and I don't want to be friends with you, which is ridiculous. The only way that we're able to grow as a society is to have differing opinions. When I was in human resources, we had diversity and inclusion. It was incorporated into really every company that I worked at. But there was a difference between actually knowing what it is, valuing it, and actually doing it. I'm not going to get into that, but the moral of the story is we all, regardless of race, nationality, religious views, we all have so much in common and then we also have many differences. And if we lived in a world where everyone was the same, then we would never progress That's why we're where we are at today, everyone, because there's differences. I'm not a mechanic. I cannot fix my car, (laughs) right? I'm not an accountant. I cannot do my own taxes. The list goes on and on. We're all different and we're all different for a reason. God made us different for that reason in order for us to grow, in order for us to learn from one another. So stop looking at these barriers as a way to divide and look at them as a way to unite. Look at them as a way to learn. Look at them as a way to innovate. That's the only way that innovation happens. So Just because someone does not have the same political views as you, the same religious views as you, does not mean that you should just totally discard them. Does not mean that you have the right to judge them. Embrace those differences, my friends. You just might learn something. All right, that's it. I guess I had another soapbox episode. But the reason why I wanted to bring this to you is because... Last episode, I brought something that was near and dear to my heart. I spoke my truth 
And ultimately, I got judged for it. And I'm okay with it. I'm so okay with it, as I mentioned, because it just reaffirms that I'm on the right path, actually. I'm on the path of dropping the people pleasing, dropping, getting this approval that used to ultimately rule my life. And now that I'm putting God first, now that I answered to God, I can set aside the criticism. I can set aside the naysayers. I can set aside the judgment and not be completely harmed by it. I can still move forward and I am in such a better place because of that. And I just wanted to reveal to you that even in the small things that we experience in life, there can be really big lessons, really big affirmations that, hey, we are on the right track. And it's apparent that when I was questioning myself briefly yesterday, when I was getting a lot of criticism, I thought, maybe I should change, you know, maybe I should figure this out. Maybe it's me. I was reminded today that, no, I'm on the right track and it all happened for a reason. And I can look and say, this was truly from God because I even quoted scripture (laughs) that I had no clue that I was going to open up to today. And hey, it's right in front of my face. I opened right up to it and I quoted it yesterday. So my friends, I'm on the right path. And I really encourage you to think about the path that you're on and and don't let others dictate it, my friends. Yeah, be you. Be unapologetically you. And if you're letting other people's expectations, if you're letting these labels dictate your life, I invite you to stop. (laughs) I invite you to consider accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior because I promise you, once you have a relationship with him and he shows you what your purpose is, everything changes, my friends. Everything. The need to people please, the fear that if you do not meet the expectations or if you do this wrong or if you say no to something that you really don't want to do, If you are being run by those things, I can promise you (laughs) once you start having a relationship with the Lord, those things become secondary and it's much easier to say no. It's much easier to set those boundaries. It's much easier to really not give a shit what people think. (laughs) I said it again. I said it again. (laughs) So anyway... That's my soapbox. And yeah, I'm thankful for you hanging in there with me. And I'm really excited because this Thursday, I have an episode coming to you about your inner critic. So we just talked about others criticizing you and judging you. And this Thursday, we're going to talk about how you do that to yourself (laughs) and how you can stop, how you can shut that mean girl up, my friends. So I have a guest, Ani, and she's going to tell us exactly how to do that. 
she has a psychology background, so she is trained. And also, it really goes with the school of thought that I've mentioned multiple times, which centers around cognitive behavioral therapy, which is your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings propel you into action, whether it's inaction or action. And then ultimately, the result is is what you get from all of that jambalaya, okay? All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coachinginfo at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends. And I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.